welcome to The Angelic View on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. On this show, we help you connect with angels so that you can live your best life. I'm your host, Maria G. Moss, certified tarot master, angel intuitive medium, spiritual teacher, author, and deck creator. The Angelic View airs every first and third Sunday of the month at 2 p.m. Eastern. On first Sundays, we have a live broadcast and take your call for psychic, tarot, and angel card reading. The Angelic View is sponsored by the International Association of Angel Practitioners, also known as the IAAP, and the Tarot Guild. Today, I have a special guest co-host with me. Her name is Bonnie Chivet. Bonnie is a professional tarot reader, author, reviewer, and Reiki master. She segued from working for 27 years as a medical technologist to becoming a tarot professional reader, which she has been doing for over 25 years. It was a case of a hobby becoming a vocation. Bonnie's books include Tarot Birth Cards and You, Keys to Empowering Yourself, Tarot Rituals and You, The Power of Tarot Combined with the Power of Ritual, Surviving the Holidays, Taking Charge of Your Life, and co-authored with Brad Tesh, Invisible Me, Journey, Journeying Through the Soul, and Seek Joy, Joy, I'm sorry, <laughs> Seek Joy, Close Confetti, Fuse to the Singing Teapot. She has also had articles and reviews published in the Carter Monster, a quarterly divination magazine, eclectic.net, amazon.com, and goodreads.com. She currently lives in the state of Nevada with her two cats, Midnight and Pumpkin. Her focus is now on publishing in the cozy mystery genre. Learn more about Bonnie's work by visiting her website, bonniechevet-author.com, and that is spelled B-O-N-N-I-E-C-E-H-O-V-E-T hyphen A-U-T-H-O-R dot C-O-N. Well, now with all of that, that was a mouthful, let's bring on Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. Welcome to the Angelic View. It's so great to have you joining me today. Well, thank you very much. It's wonderful to be here. I was so happy to hear that you were continuing with your radio show. I, I think that you are doing a great deal of good, even just with, say, the information you put out on Facebook or something like that, Daily Pulse. Um, I, I think it's very important, and I think for people to be able to interact with you like this, it's just wonderful, and I'm extremely happy to be here talking to you. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, it's fun having somebody on that I've been in contact. Bonnie and I have been, quote, unquote, Facebook friends for, I would say, a couple of years now. And, you know, just with our our personal stuff, our business stuff, a little bit of everything on there. And that's what kind of got the conversation going with, between the two of us. And then I, I started getting her newsletter and um, you can also sign up for that through her website. Check out her website, bonniechevet-author.com. And we got to be kind of friendly. So when I, I was on a hiatus for a while, from I had a radio show called Angelic Realms Radio, which I did for many years. 
and I had to take a break from it. And um, I spoke to Bonnie and I said, I'm going to be starting a new show again. I'm going to call the Angelic View and I'd like you to come on as a guest and, and join me one day and we'll have a chat. And this is the first time I'm actually hearing Bonnie's voice and talking to her, quote unquote, in person over this call that we're recording for everyone. So it's really nice to hear your voice. Now I have the voice to, to put with the face. Well, you know, it's interesting because we do, quote, unquote, know a lot of people on sites like Facebook, okay, or Facebook specifically for me. Um, mm -hmm. And we don't hear their voice, but we do know them. Right. You know, because quite often the conversations are going to go off into Messenger or even through, through email or something like that uh, with something that mm -hmm. you don't want the world to see, you know. Right. Um, I I think it's absolutely wonderful. I really do like your angelic work. I have another friend, um, Jane Maury Pullman, who does angel work and I think it's I think it's important work. Okay. I really think it's important work because people are becoming so disconnected, okay, with society that there there has to be a way that they can connect with spirit and feel like they have some control so that they can rejoin society. And I think that angel work is something that does that. Absolutely. I think it brings everyone together. And by the way, I don't know if you, if you know this, but many, many years ago, before I did Angelic Realms Radio, I did a show called Angels Monday, and I was a co-host along with Jean Maury Pullman, who you just mentioned. Oh, my goodness. No, I didn't know that. Then you know. You okay. did? Yeah. Yes. It's a small world. <laughs> Very small world. Yeah, it was the, uh, for a couple of years at least we did the show together. Yeah. Oh, and I even had I had her on as a guest one time too on and when I started Angelic Realms because I had taken mm -hmm. off for a while again like I did this time for other reasons. And then I uh, started Angelic Realms. And um, I was doing that for a while, and then I, I had Jean on as a guest one day, too, with that. It was a nice, nice little reunion of us being on the air together again. Jean has that, that, uh, hit around with my co-host, he's also the executive producer of the Psychic Cook Radio Network, which we are airing through, the Angelic View airs through the Psychic Cook Radio Network. Um, Jean has this very soft, like, calming voice. And there were certain things, you know, we had her read certain things, and she just had a special voice for that. So if anybody, um, you know, now that we're talking about her, um, you know, go look her up on Facebook. I'm not sure what her uh, – does she still have Angels Love You as the, her website? We'll give her a shout-out. I believe she does, yes. I believe she does. I think she – I think she does, angelsloveyou.com. So go check out our friend's website, Jean Maury Pullen. See? What a small world. So, Bonnie, let's the show now. We want to focus on you. You have a special guest. Jean is our, our remote vir virtual guest. I guess the angels wanted her in. <laughs> How did you, well, Bonnie, say? I agree with you. I think <laughs> that, uh, that, that the angels did want Jean Maury to come into this now. Obviously, she's, she's not aware that, that she's been no. brought into it. She's, guest, she's not. Not at the moment. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> once once we once this recording is out there, if she listens to it, she will. 
this is funny. Well, but when, you know, when we this, when we promote this this um, this session, <laughs> I beforehand so that it doesn't come as a complete surprise. Right. Like totally unscripted. Like of course I have some interview questions, you know, ready for you, but the rest of it is unscripted and, and this is definitely, you know, angelic intervention here. They they wanted us to mention Jeannie. Okay. So Bonnie, how did you segue from a twenty seven year career as a medical technologist into spiritual work? Well, it's kind of interesting if you just look at it on a surface level because medical technology is pure science. It has to be. Because with medical technology, what we're doing is we're literally running lab tests. You know, your glucoses, your BUNs, your creatinine, your cardiac enzymes. That is what I did for 27 years. And it is highly technical and it is highly scientific. Okay. Um, all of those years, Okay, I also, kind of in my free time, if you will, okay, I looked into spirituality. And, you know, I studied a bit of astrology, uh, studied the chakra, whatever came my way, you know, I would take classes in and I would study whatever I had the time for. Um, I've always been interested in metaphysical subjects. I started out taking class astrology when I was still in the service. Um and this was this was the pre-computer area, okay? So everything was done by hand. And if you remember, we I don't know if you were doing astrology, but you had to have all these books to look up, okay? Yes, the ephemeral. You know, I was in the service. I was going to school full-time, so didn't have that much time to devote to those studies, which is why at this point in time, I have only a basic understanding of astrology, a lot of respect for it, but just a basic understanding. Um, as I said, I would pick up little bits of tarot, angel work, chakras, tapping, numerology, and such. And what I found is that these little bits of information tended to work together as well as alone. Now, at the time that I left the medical technology field to read tarot professionally, I was actually burned out on medical technology. Okay. And I basically only knew just the basics about tarot, you know, just just the basics. And you're going, well, why, why on earth did you think you could read? I probably wasn't that good a reader then, or maybe I should say I was good because I paid attention to what I didn't know. I will always tell a client, if I'm not sure about something or if I don't know something, I will tell them. And in working with my clients, um, of course, it made me a better reader. I started out working as a tarot reader on a phone line. I'm a very introverted person, so I didn't exactly look forward to doing in-person readings. And so I chose the phone line. I was living in Las Vegas at the time. There was an ad in the paper. Um, they were going to have a call center in Las Vegas, which they actually did get the building and everything, but then for whatever reason, probably Nevada laws, okay, because this wasn't exactly a line that followed all the rules, okay, but I didn't know that. But anyway, in the end, they did not open up there, but I did, they were based in Florida, and I did start working for them. I worked for them for a very short time. Um, it was a difficult line to work for. They weren't respectful of the readers. They weren't respectful of 
to callers. Uh, it was a, a true disaster. In fact, they were closed down basically by the IRS. Wow. But through through that time, okay, I found the line that I've been working with now for 27 years, and it's a uh, there's there's it started out as one line, and then it worked into two different lines, completely different lines. Okay, uh, one's run by the father, one's run by the son. Um, extremely legitimate. They're very good with their readers. They're very good with their clients, and I truly enjoy what I'm doing. But it's like the start of my journey was such a shock, if you will, <laughs> okay, um, mm-hmm. that I, I'm kind of surprised that I stayed with it, but I really wanted to help people, and I really didn't want to go back into medical technology. Wow. But here I am. Well, you know, it's, 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 you're still helping people, and it's still healing, in, you know, in many ways. So, you know, oh. you, were, you worked in the healing field of medical technology, and now you're on the spiritual side of it, and, you know, it kind of just really does flow if you think about it. Well, I think so too, plus the fact that, and this I guess we might consider incidental, but of course as readers, we do not read for health issues or financial or legal issues. Mm-hmm. But what I, I tell my clients is I will give you an overall look at it for anything deeper you need to see a professional in that specific field. But I can help a lot of people, um, you know, when when sometimes they're just confused about, you know, my doctor wants me to get these tests and they just don't understand it. That I can explain to them because of my background. That, that's very good. That's a wonderful tool to have in your, in your tool chest. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we all need to remember that um, we have a lot of tools that we may not consider tools. People ask me if I'm a psychic because I read for a psychic line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Psychic depends the name of both lines. I say, no, I'm not a psychic. Well, but you read for a psychic line. I said, I'm a tarot reader. It says so right on the psychic that I will use the tarot cards to ground myself and kind of put me general direction. I will use my language. I will let it come through. But please, it's psychic. I, you know, it's got, it's got, psychic's got such a bad rap that, um, if I, and I don't, I haven't gotten that question in a long time from one of my, and it would be from a new caller, somebody who's worked with me for a long time. But if I get a new caller that asks me if I'm a psychic, that is what I tell them. It's like, but I also explain you have on this line, and if you wish to talk to somebody else, you can certainly do that. And I've never had anybody do that. Never. I'm getting a little, um, the, the line It sounds like it's breaking up a little bit, so I'm hoping it's coming through better on the other end. Um, I have been, you're, you're, you know, I re- I've been recording the well. shows with, uh, am I coming through okay? You're coming through well. Okay, because you were coming through fine, and then all of a sudden it just started breaking up a little bit. Um, so I don't know, um, you know, how you're, are you on a cell phone, how your connection is? Yeah, I'm on a cell phone. I'm on a okay. cell phone. 
Okay, is it, are you on, using um, earbuds or something, or are you on speaker? Nope, I'm on speaker. Okay, that might be why. It might come through better. See, now, just now, when you answered me, it was perfectly clear, but the last few sentences that you were saying previously um, were starting to break up. So it could be the speaker. So if it keeps happening, we'll just have you switch to not being on speaker. Just make sure well, that, it's going to come through clear. That really won't work because I don't use earbuds. Oh, okay. And you can't, you won't be able to hear good enough then holding it to your ear? Um, I, I should be able to. I, okay. I should be able to take it off of speaker, yes. Okay, okay. Because I'm hearing you loud and clear now. It just was like for a minute there, it was, it was starting to get real broken up. Okay, let's keep going. If it keeps doing that, we'll we'll switch to not on speaker. Okay, right. that sounds Okay, so how do angels feature in your life or work? Well, I've always believed in angels and the angelic realm. Um, I was taught to show respect for them, and I make the effort to understand what energies they represent. Okay, now, I call on the angels and the angelic realm when I'm doing readings for myself or when I'm doing ritual or healing work. Mm -hmm. And I, we need to remember here that to give gratitude, to give thanks to the angelic realm when they give us help. I mean, it's not just, oh, okay, great, great, great. I got this information from the angelic realm. It's like, and then we don't just tootle on with our butt, like say thank you. It takes you Okay. Oh, now you just broke oh. up. Now again, let's let's try switching off a speaker and see if that if that clears up our situation. Sorry, folks. Yeah. You know, the technology is great, but it does have its limitations. <laughs> so we'll just try okay. that. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to take it off of speaker. Oh. I got. I, I mean, yes. I can, but what I'm looking at here, um, no, I I don't see a way to take it no? off the speaker. All right, no. all right, we'll continue on and hope for the best. The angels will help us. <laughs> okay, carry yeah. on. I I think so. Maybe if I just hold it closer to myself, it's going to be easier for you to hear me. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, it's not the volume. It's not the volume. It was just that that the, that it was breaking up. Okay, now back to back to the angelic mm -hmm. realm. Um, mm -hmm. When I'm when I'm reading for a client, I feel that that if I feel that that client is amenable to working with angels or the higher angelic level of archangels, I will mention it to them and we discuss if they want to how they can bring in that energy. And I think it's I'm surprised because of, well I shouldn't be surprised. Um, a lot of my callers do know about the archangels, okay, and do know mm -hmm. exactly what they do and which archangel or group of archangels, you know, you can bring in more than one archangel, okay, uh, right. what helps them there in their situation. Now, I think there's something that, that at least this is, this is, now you may look at this differently, but this is how I look at it. When we're working with angels, we always have angels around us but we need to ask them to help they cannot volunteer. We need to right. ask them for the help they cannot volunteer. Now, the archangels can 
can volunteer, but the lower level of angels, in my humble opinion anyway, cannot volunteer. So we have to remember to ask. And I think that's I think that's really important. Um, I'm happy when my clients are willing to work with either the angels or the archangels, and we talk about how to bring them in, when to bring them in, um, you know, what to ask for. And again, always with my clients, I say, you need to remember to thank them. You just need to do that. You need to remember to thank them. Right. I think that's very important. You know, gratitude goes a long way. And even though they, you know, we know that we're taught we're not supposed to worship angels, but you want to, we do want to call upon them and we do want to say thank you. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think that showing gratitude to an angel is worshiping it. Okay. No, ab- absolutely I would, not. Absolutely I would not. Even, I would even include the archangels, um, say doing ritual work, um, a figure of an archangel. Okay, I, mm-hmm. I might fit in a ritual that I was doing. That doesn't mean, okay, that I have suddenly made that archangel a god. That doesn't mean that at all. It just means that you're a symbol, you're sitting there, you're helping me with my work. Absolutely. Well, I think that's beautiful. And, um, you know, I have no doubt that the angels are working behind the scenes on our behalf on things that, that we've asked them from years ago. Once once we call them in and we ask them, they're gonna they're gonna help us in whatever way that they can. So even if we, you know, there's something that we need now, if it's something that we asked them for a while ago, well, okay, we we gave them that okay to help us with that. And they know what's in our heart and what we what we want. So I think that, you know, they know that we want, but it is a good practice to make a point of saying, you know, angels, you know, I'm open to your your help with this. You call upon a specific archangel that you want to work with and the other angels that work under that archangel will come into work with you as well. I think it's wonderful. Um I know you love to read books, Bonnie, and I love reading too. It's something I've loved since I was a child. Will you describe a bit about how you began writing and when you decided to author your own first book? I love to read and I love to write. Now, I really think that I probably came out of the womb taking notes, okay? It's just, you know... (laughs) the room and oh my goodness it's light now and it was really dark before and my goodness what is all this noise and I'm quite sure that I came out of the womb taking notes. Um, (laughs) What I, you know, I look back on my own life and it's like, as I said, I'm a very introverted person. Okay. So it's like, you're not going to want to make me president or vice president of your organization because I don't have the people skills for it. And any group that I was in, you know, when I was a child and growing up, I was the secretary. Now, I have a really distinct memory of when I was in the sixth grade. We had just moved from Minnesota to Washington State. I lived in a small town, and again, a town that I was new to. 
I was uh, elected secretary for my Campfire Girls group. I didn't know these girls. I think they just didn't want to be secretary. And so, oh, here, have this. I was <laughs> very happy to do that. I, I love to write. Now, again, it's a small town, so I would write up my notes for each meeting. I would run them by my mother. She would never have let me take them down to the local paper without seeing them first, okay? Mm -hmm. And as I said, it's a really small town, and so I would hand carry them down to the local paper, and the paper would put them in the paper. So I thought that that was, I thought that that was really, I thought that that was really great. Um, That is. That really is. And I think that they knew you had the skills to do it, and they relied on you for that. I think that's awesome. And, and, you know, the funny thing is also I think probably as a child, well, let's just say as a, as through elementary school, in the sixth grade, and you have to realize I did not get along with my sixth grade teacher. Um, he and I just did not understand each other. Thank heavens he had another <laughs> lady teacher working with him, and she would all, often take me aside and say, well, he means this or he means that. But I will give this man a lot of credit because we had a big writing assignment. I mean, we had to go to the library. You know, it's one of those things where you had to have so many references. And mm-hmm. I got an A on that assignment, and he was saying, you know, you really did well. And that, that shocked me. I was happy to have somebody say I did well, but somebody who didn't like me to say that I did well, I was I was really impressed with that. Um, wow. And you also asked, you know, how, how did I come about writing my first book? I had been taking classes from Walt and Ruth Ann Amberstone, founders of the Tarot School. Um, I was very, very impressed with their concept of the birth cards because instead of one birth card, they work with two, okay? And uh-huh. th- from that comes my first book, Tarot, Birth Cards, and You, Keys to Empowering Yourself. Um mm-hmm. The Amberstones get total credit for developing this system. This book is simply my interpretation of how to work with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, give the the Amberstones major credit for my ability to understand and work with the tarot. Now you're going, Bonnie. Excuse me. You lived in Nevada at the time, and aren't the Amberstones in New York? Yes, they are. He did. They did. Of course, it's Zoom now, but it was phone mm-hmm. classes. Then. They they gave classes. They gave classes over the phone, and mm-hmm. it it was quite interesting because they worked as a pair. Okay, they worked very well together, but it's it's what is interesting is like Wald would be the one doing the talking and and you know calling on people to discuss things with him, but you could always feel Ruth Ann's energy there, keeping the room balanced. I I think I have never attended a better class than the classes that they give. Now I haven't and th- attended any of their any of their Zooms yet, okay? Um, mm-hmm. But I'm quite sure they work the same way. I'm quite sure they work exactly the same way. The balance between the two teachers, it's it's phenomenal. And without them, I don't, I would not have been able to write that book. I might have been able to write a tarot book, but nothing. Mm-hmm. that really meant that much to me. You know, working with working with the pair of birth cards meant a lot to me. Right. 
and they're, they're very well known in the tarot community. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting them back in 2010 at a tarot conference, not not the one in the New York City uh, that they ran. Not but, the Reader's um, Studio. No, not Reader's Studio. It was at, um, at Omega Institute, and it was run oh, by... Rachel Pollack. Yes. I'll bet it was one of Rachel Pollack's. Yeah. Right, and let's send out some good vibes to Rachel Pollack right now because she... Um, I heard she was recently just getting out of the the ICU. Um, she's had a, a, some illness uh, that has relapsed, and you know she was supposed. Last I heard, she's supposed to be coming home now, and uh, getting out of ICU. So let's let's send her some some prayers to her that out to her that the angels will help her to continue to heal, give her the strength that she needs to pull through this, as we know she can, and she's done it before, and. Look forward to seeing her at Omega Institute again next season. Um, oh, unfortunately, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately, this season she wasn't <laughs> able to to make it um, because of the illness. I saw her last year, uh, last season, and it was a pleasure with both her and Mary Kay Greer. They 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 are such a great team. And talk about you know people that that you know have built the tarot community to be what it is. They deserve so much credit and. That's through them is how I met um, Wald and Ruth Ann Amberstone. It was at there at, at Mary and Rachel's uh, Omega Tarot Conference back mm-hmm. in 2010. Mm-hmm. Great experience. All wonderful people. Let's wish them all the angels to protect them all and let them to keep you know, allow them to keep doing the work that they do and inspiring so many people for many years to come. Well, absolutely, and I'm going to be maybe just a little bit rude here and add another name to that and mm. that would be not at all um that would be mr james wanless um ah yes yes un- unfortunately doing james, james james was mugged um, by more than one person severely injured um in a california hospital james is a wonderful wonderful teacher and individual and I, I certainly hope that he comes out of this and is able to continue his work. But I think for yes, all of these amen. for all of these individuals we need to send some energy. Yes, and some there's prayers. so many of them. So many of them now in, yes. in our community like that need this. And thank you for bringing that up. I'm, I wouldn't want to leave anybody out. Um, you know, so many things that go into you know keeping the the program running here and paying attention to my notes and stuff. I'm so glad that you brought that up. And sending out, you know, asking the angels to help James Wanless too, because that was a horrific thing that should not have happened. I mean, it should never have happened. No, no, should not have. Okay. All right. You know, this is no, there's no accidents here. It's divine inspiration. Calling the angels to help with the show, to you know, to know what to talk about and and the messages that need to come out. And it's it's no accident that all of these people names that just keep popping up today like this. It's, it's that, that's not true. an accident. That's true. Definitely that not. True. The angels are with them all. Okay. So now, um, with this being said, what do you, what advice do you have, Bonnie, for other aspiring spiritual entrepreneurs or authors? Okay. In making the world of, of spirit and spiritual energy your livelihood, you need to ask yourself several questions. Why do you want to offer a spirit-based service, 
Okay, that's a big question. That's a big question because it's it's a very it's a very tricky one. It's like you have to understand spirit well enough to be able to use it in a spirit based business and help others. So yeah, it, it, each person that wants to go into that has to know that. How well trained are you? Okay. If you know just a little bit, maybe you need to know a little bit more before you open your business. What is your understanding of spirit? What do you have to offer others? What is your goal? Is helping your clients create their own connection with spirit important to you? All of these things, I would say, I mean, I'm certainly, I sound like I'm down on spiritually based businesses that I'm not, I'm very much in favor of them. But I've seen the good and I've seen the bad. And, uh, if you can answer these questions and feel comfortable with your answers, then go ahead and open your business because you're right for it and it's right for you. Now, my advice to authors would be read as much as you can on a variety of subjects. Take your writing seriously. Make consistent time for it. In other words, write every day. Make consistent time for it. I would say to define your audience and what your work is going to offer them. Why would they want to buy what you write? Define your audience. Study the field of writing and be willing to grow as a writer and as an individual. Um, The more I write, the more I can fine-tune what I do, and the more I write, the more I find sites and other writers that have, you know, they they put out information on their sites that, that helps me become a better writer. Okay, and I, I hope that I always, I hope that I always uh, grow. And I think one of the things that I'm doing now, it's a site called Masterclass. Okay, and it, it's, yeah, it's a paid for site. You go on there, but you've got a lot of writers that are giving classes on there. And it's like, no, you don't have to sign up at a certain time, certain place. It's all done by video, and they put the videos out. You can watch them wherever you want, whenever you want. Um, I just think that that's a good thing to do. Study the field of writing and be willing to grow. That That's what I would say. Also, take that first step and never look back. Awesome. Start writing. Start writing. Put your butt in the chair, take <laughs> a pen in your hand, and start writing. And if they say, well, write about what? What would they write about? Start writing what? <laughs> okay. What 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 you want to write about is what's important to you, what interests you, what you're mm-hmm. passionate about, okay? Mm-hmm. And now some people would say, okay, you want to make money as a writer, so go on the Internet and look out and see what kind of writing is paying. Well, for me, okay, for a certain kind of person, that's going to work. That, that is going to work. For me, it's a bunch of baloney. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I, I, do, I can do self-help books, but I would really rather write the cozy mysteries that I read. Mm-hmm. And what I'm finding is that I can take a lot of the information, a lot of the tools that I have in my own life, and I can give them to my characters to work with, okay? Um, nice. And, and that, that's fun, and that's, you know, basically, I want to entertain people to give you a time out from your day, for those who like mysteries, cozy mysteries especially, um, mm-hmm. and that, you know, and that is, that is my goal. I have 
an ongoing, um, I guess they call it a, a serial book, okay, on Kindle Vela right now. I've got about three three chapters left to go, and then I'll be done with that. The good thing I like is that, that I'm pushing myself to do that because it's a new it's a new venue for me. And mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, I can do this. And I was like, well, Bonnie, maybe you got in over your head. And it's like, well, Pooey, if you want to write, sit down and write. Okay, figure out what you want to say. Now, the good thing about this is that after our work has been up for a certain amount of time, uh, Amazon, because Kindle, Villa, Kindle, obviously, is an Amazon offshoot, okay, what they're going to do is they will let us put it out there as an ebook or a print book. Uh-huh. Okay. Which they didn't have to do that. I thought that was right. Nice. They didn't have to that do that. Nice. So so, you know, my I don't know how many people will find me on Kindle Vela, but you know, as an ebook or a print on demand book, I think that it may do something. Well let's tell them tell them the name the title of the book and how to get to Kindle Vela. Okay. Um, the title of the book is Annie's Antiques. Okay, hold on for just a second and I will sure. bring it up here. Okay, the category it's under is, is mystery and so it's Amazon.com backslash Kindle, K-I-N-D-L-E dash Vela, V as in Victor E, L-L-A. Um, and I'll just finish off giving you what will get you to mine. It's, uh, then it would be, after Vela, it would be backslash story, backslash V as in boy, 094, Q is in queen, four, Q is in queen, eight, three, B is in boy. And it's Annie's Antiques. Awesome. Now, you have a link, I'm, I'm assuming, to this on your website, right? So that would make it easier. <laughs> easier than following all of that nonsense? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, it, it, it is. You know, people listening to that aren't going to have a pen and paper in their hand. Um, I'll tell you the easiest way to really find this is just to put Annie's Antiques in Google search along there with my go. name, and that'll take you to it. All right. That that makes it a lot easier. <laughs> now, that's, please that's, 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 that's so cool. Is, is Kindle Vela is a a paid for thing. The first chapter you get for free, and then and then you purchase it chapter by chapter, episode they're calling it, not chapters. Right. Episode right. by episode after that. Oh, that's interesting. They're calling it episodes, not chapters. Very interesting. Yeah, it's a whole new thing. All right, it, so it check is. out, check out. Listen, folks, go to, you know after the show, go to Google if you're interested in if you like cozy mysteries. Go to Google, Google Annie's Antiques by Bonnie Chavez. And check out um, the first chapter free. So, um, Bonnie, are you bringing spiritual elements into these mysteries? 
Absolutely, yes. Okay. Um, I bring elements from my life, elements that are important to me. Uh, I do not want to be classified, my work to be classified as spiritual mysteries. They're cozy mysteries where mm-hmm. metaphysical elements are going to appear from time to time. Um, just the same as you're also going to see felines appearing on a regular basis as I'm a cat lady, okay? But, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, spiritual, spiritual elements, and they're not going to be put in in kind of a silly, you know, woohoo way. Uh, serious spiritual elements, whether it's a tarot, whether it's angel work, um, whether it's one of my characters getting what I call spiritual downloads, okay, uh, information that just comes to you and you know it's from spirit, that kind of thing. Um, yes, you can expect that. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Um, I'm just keeping kind of keeping track of the time. I do want to chat with you now a little bit about um, your readings and what someone can expect from a reading session with you. Um, but I just want to just keep an eye on the time and, you know, we'll try to uh, move along now because um, I don't want this to go over too long where it's too long um, on, our, on our blog talk channel. Okay. okay. So now, um, so let's talk now about a bit about tarot, tarot readings and, you know, what is your view of a reading and what can someone expect from a reading session with you? Okay, a tarot reading is an experience between a reader and a client and each tarot reading is different. I look at a tarot reading as a way to get a second opinion, a way to get a different perspective on issues or people. It's not a dyed and wool, this is going to happen kind of thing. I try mm-hmm. to help my clients connect with themselves, with what they consider spirit to be. My readings are about my clients and the people in their lives. Now, one of my boundaries is that I do not do third-party readings. In other words, I'm not going to read for somebody who's not present. Absolutely. To me, that's an invasion of their privacy. It's ethically wrong. Okay, What my clients can expect from me is honesty, integrity. I will truly listen to what they are saying, which sometimes may not make sense, but I do listen to them. A reading can take several different formats. A client can ask direct questions. We can discuss a specific subject, or I can do a general reading for them. I tell my clients what I see. I have never had to hold back anything. What I do is put it into terms that they can accept. Now, some clients I can just talk to. I don't have to walk on tippy toes. Mm-hmm. But anybody who's a reader knows we do get fragile clients, okay? And those clients, we still want them to have the truth, but we want them to get that truth in a way that they can handle and in a way that they can, it won't overwhelm them. They can understand that they're in control, okay? Um, my aim in a reading is to be helpful to my clients, really, to answer their questions to the best of my ability And if I can't answer their questions, I just flat out tell them, I'm sorry, the answer isn't coming to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I show them their options and to basically leave them feeling good about themselves. Awesome. So a positive experience and, you know, very uh, awesome. Um, How can someone get in touch with you if they would like to book 
a reading with you. You don't book readings with me. Okay. okay. I I do not book readings. If okay. you want to, you would have to go through the line that I work for. Okay. okay. And you can go through psychicpower.com. Okay. I read under my own name, Bonnie. And I think I'm the only Bonnie on there. But okay. if you look at, if you look at uh, because on that site, um, they also do have bios of us, you would see that it was me. And so psychicpower.com is where you can find me. I don't book directly. Okay. That's well, I'm glad I'm asking. This way folks can know, you know if they want to get a reading with you, that's how to find you on psychicpower.com and look up Bonnie. So when they go on yeah, there, they, they will type give, in your name. Yeah, they will give a list of they will give a list of um, readers that are on at that point in time. Oh, okay. And gotcha. and so that that's the easiest way to find me. It really is. Okay. Okay. So if you're on there and ready and available to do readings at that time, your your image and your name will pop up. Yep, that's true. Now, I will tell you that I'm working Tuesdays through Fridays, and I work noon to 6 o'clock West Coast time, Pacific Daylight time right now. It'll be Pacific Standard time soon, but Pacific time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's how they can, if they want to get a reading from you, that's how they can find you when, how they can do it. Perfect. Yes. You know, and speaking of readings, I think this is a good moment moment for me to mention my new deck, uh, the Angelic View Oracle Cards, which I created this um, few months back. And you were kind enough to do a review of them. Uh, you could find Bonnie's they, review on her, they, on her website, Bonnie Chavez. Thank you so much, Bonnie Chavez Author dot com. She did. She was kind enough to do a review for me and. I, Bonnie, I was really, you know, <laughs> I was so surprised when I saw that. I was like, that is so nice because I did not ask Bonnie to do a review for me. She just did it. And I, when I saw it on there and it came up on Facebook, I, I was like, wow, oh, my God, that is the nicest thing. It was so kind of you to do that. So I really appreciate that. Um, this is the first deck I've ever created. Um, I've, uh, it's an angel oracle deck. But the unique thing about it is that it's, the size of tarot cards because that's how I started working with tarot cards first and the tarot led me to working with the angels so I wanted my deck to be able to be easily shuffled into my tarot deck if I felt like working with them that way or I can work with them separately if I like to because most of the angel oracle cards that you find on the market now are a larger uh, part and not the same size tarot and I purposely made tarot size. So for any tarot readers out there that want to start working with angel cards, this is a great way to start doing it. The cards are very easy to work with, very straightforward, um, a lot easier than, than working with tarot, um, a lot easier to learn to use because tarot is a specific system with a lot of arcane symbols and, and different elements that you need to understand in order to really 
work well with tarot. You have to understand the astrology and the numerology and all these other things that go with it. Um, where the angelic view oracle cards, they are images with uh, titles and, and uh, captions on them. And all you have to do is read that and look at the image and the impressions that you get. And it's very straightforward. And you do not need psychic ability to use this deck. All you need is an open mind, an open heart, and a belief in angels, and that the angels will help you and send you messages through this deck. If you are open to that and you believe that, they will work with you that way. So all, what I'm like to do now is I want to pull a card for anyone who is listening to this episode and, and is open to receiving an angel message. I'm going to, so I'm going to pull one card and we'll see what goes. Maybe I'll pull two. We'll see. I work with my intuition as well. I'm going to ask the my angels and spirit guides to now communicate with the angels and spirit guides of anyone who may tune in to this episode of the Angelic View radio show and podcast. And whenever it may be, from wherever they may be listening, whenever that might be, um, if they are open to a message, that this message will be meaningful for them. So I'm going to ask... Archangel Michael to preside over this reading as he does over all my readings and ensure that only what needs to be known and that's in the highest good of anyone concerned will come through. Let's see what we get. Okay. I got one of my what I call angel numbers cards. And that's repeating patterns of numbers, angel numbers that you see over and over again. And it says, pay attention to repeating numbers. Seeing repetitive patterns of eights are a sign that abundance can be yours. Keep honing your skills. What you put your loving energy into brings you great rewards and good karma. So if you see repeating patterns of eights, eight, 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 four eights, you see them, you're driving down the road, stop at a light, Look at their license plate in front of you. You happen to see repetitive eights on there. Glance at a truck. The phone number has repetitive eights. Come home. You turn the TV on. Phone number on the screen on the commercial. Repetitive eights. That's how it works. You know, you just happen to keep seeing these numbers randomly. So, you know, be aware of that. And this is what the angels want you to know today. So I hope that it resonates with you. So, Bonnie, let's, you know, let's chat for a few more minutes uh, about our readings and so forth. Um, I love working with the angels, uh, so I feel my readings are angelically inspired. So no matter what kind of reading I do, whether it's a psychic reading or a tarot card reading, I invoke my angels and spirit guides to work with me on these readings. So I kind of just like move out of the way, and I allow the angels to take over. And Archangel Michael, in particular, acts as my gatekeeper. So he ensures that only messages from the highest realms of divine love, light, and wisdom will be allowed to come through. And I actually prefer general readings to specific questions because this allows more of what the person that I'm reading for needs to know most that's in their highest good and allows that to come through. 
Uh, it, it often ends up, the general readings I find often end up addressing the specific question that they may have had in mind anyway. That'll usually come through. So I like to start when I do a reading, I start with a general reading and then I like to progress into something specific if that question does not uh, get addressed but in the general reading. So uh, how do you work, Bonnie? Do you, do you like to do more general, specific, either or? Okay, I leave it up to my clients, okay? Mm -hmm. at, the, at the beginning of a call, at the beginning of the call, I will ask them if they would like to ask a specific question or deal with a specific area or if they would like a general reading, okay? And mm -hmm. we start where we want to start. That, that makes my connection with them stronger. Um, I'm going to go back to something you, you had said about, you know, working working with um, tarot and working with angelic cards and making them the same size and kind of, you know, putting them in the same, you know, in the same deck, mm -hmm. um, melding them all together. Another thing that can be done is you can, say, do an angel reading with the angel cards and draw two or three tarot cards to augment the reading, you can do it just the opposite. You can mm -hmm. do a reading with the tarot cards and augment that with taking two or three or, or more, okay? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I, think that, I think that the energies support each other. They do. They really do. And I've done it all kinds of ways. I do whatever way I feel inspired to do it and a lot of times I work with um, more than one deck more than just my deck uh, you know I'll work with other angel oracle decks other just regular oracle decks that are not angel decks you know but I always have my tarot cards my my uh, I like the Rider weight uh, radiant Rider weight tarot it's like Beautiful. The, your Rider weight Smith deck but the colors are just a little bit more vibrant so I love the radiant Rider weight Smith deck and um, there's a lot of oracle cards that I like out there. And now I'm, I'm working more, of course, I have my own. So I'm working with the Angelic View oracle cards. Named, and my, my show is named after the deck. So, you know, I would hope that anyone that's interested in, in getting into working with angel oracle cards would check out my deck. And they, the way they can do that is they can go to my website, mariagmoss.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-G-M-A-S-S -M -A -A dot com. And they can check them out there. But, yeah, there's so many different ways you can do it. And there's no right or wrong, really. It's, you know, what you feel inspired to do. Right, Bonnie? And, no, I think that's absolutely mm -hmm. right. And mm -hmm. Many, like you say, there are many different, well, there's many different tarot decks out um, and some of them are, you know, devoted to specific subjects. Um, I, and I think that, uh, I think that that's, I think that that's, uh, you know, whatever the reader is drawn to. And yes, you can, you can do readings with more than one, just specifically tarot decks or more than one angel deck. Um, but there are more, there are more metaphysical decks out there, you know, than just mm -hmm. tarot and just 
go back. So then it's like, I like if, if they if they look like they're honest to me, you're going, Bonnie, what the heck do you mean, honest? It means mm-hmm. that I think that the author and and the artist put some effort into it and believe in their system, the system that they have created. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, a dishonest deck be something that somebody has thrown together to make some bucks, and right. they're out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, different strokes for different folks too. You know, it's like um, a deck that you love, maybe I might not like, and vice versa. You know, you got to look at you when you choose a deck. You know, you want one that when you start looking at those images, you right away feel drawn in, and you start making connections, intuitive connections with those that you feel like, yes, this. I look at this and it makes sense to me. It makes some kind of sense to me. And that's, you know, a good way of, you know, knowing that a deck is going to work for you. As well as the, you know, the the physical appearance of it, you know, are, are the colors, you know, you know, do they attract you, the style, the colors, you know, all these things matter because that helps to, helps to spark your intuitive sense. Well, and, and that's, that's true too. And some people are, there's a specific type of deck that I really am drawn to and really like. I mean, I like several different kinds, but this I really mm-hmm. do like. And that is the more esoteric decks. And mm-hmm. the one of the best people for doing this kind of a deck is Mr. Robert Place. Uh-huh. Um he has some magnificent decks out there, and they're highly esoteric. They're really, really good. And, you know, I enjoy Some people don't enjoy that. Like you say, they go, well, no, that's just too much for me. I just, or they just don't mm-hmm. like the esoteric side of life, you know. You have decks that are, that are um, built around the Hebrew concepts, and I like them, too. I like them too. I just find that so incredibly interesting and grow as a person. But like you say, there are people who aren't going to be interested in that or just it confuses them or they just don't like it. Right. Very true. There's something for is and there's no lack of decks out there. There are so many out there now. It's incredible. Like, you know, after a while, you're like, it's overwhelming. There's so many. It's like, how do you choose? Well, you know, just look at some. Look at the 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 base, the ones that are very well known. If you're into tarot, I would say, you know, definitely get a Rider Waite a Rider Waite Smith style deck. Um, you know, that's one of the most popular ones, and and they have images on all of the the uh, the pip cards, the minor cards, all have their own imagery. Um, that is, you know, very specific. And I think that, you know, definitely start out with one of those. Um, but then, you know, explore others. If you've gotten, you know, some knowledge about that, then explore others. And angel decks and oracle decks, well, that's a little easier. You know, you pick it up, you start looking through some of the cards and they appeal to you, you know, that you feel drawn to, a, you know, a certain deck, go with it. And there are decks out there that are, you know, for different types of questions, too. I mean, they have decks out there that are specifically geared 
towards romance questions. There are decks that are specifically geared towards healing, you know, and, and uh, life purpose, other, you know, other types of, of uh, topics. So they have oracle cards for all kinds of things. So naturally, if you have a deck like that, well, then that has to kind of be the focus of your question. Otherwise, it's just not going to make as much sense otherwise. So I kind of like, I kind of like to steer away towards these specific topic decks and go with things that are, you know, more all-purpose, so to speak. But that's just, you know, that's just my preference. Well, and I think that, I think that's good too. I, I will get the specific topic decks, um, but mainly I use them to read for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't there are definitely reading yeah. for somebody. Definitely have decks that I like to use more with myself than I would use with a client. That's that's for sure. Definitely, Bonnie. How do you feel about um, digital decks, the apps? You know, it, it's interesting because the reason I'm that sorry. I it, – it's interesting it broke up. The, I'm sorry. It broke up there. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. The phone just broke up again. Just repeat what you were starting to say. Okay. The reason that I moved away from the nice little flip phones, okay, into a – of course, it was a basic level smartphone then. This is many, many, many years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that – as a reviewer, my friend, and I, I did reviews of decks, then, of course, decks and books, then, of course, um, a lot of my friends were doing apps, okay, uh, that, like you say, the digital decks, they were doing apps. Mm-hmm. And to review, I had to be able to bring the app up on my phone, and so I was dragged into the digital ah. age. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. I loved my little flip phone. It made phone calls. That's all it needed to do. <laughs> I know someone that just got rid of their flip phone finally. It was just like like a couple of months ago. So funny. People love those phones though. <laughs> well, and but you know, I'm I'm happy that I got dragged into the digital age and I, I really like my smartphone. You know, I what mm-hmm. I like about it is that uh I I can pull it up and make notes on it. Like if I'm going to a doctor's office or something for a doctor's appointment, I want to remember the questions to ask him or something like that. Yes. Oh, I, yes. I, I keep track of my blood pressure on there. And again, it's, you know, I'm going to my doctor's office and, you know, he, he right now, he I've been going to him long enough, he'll hold out his hand for my phone. <laughs> so he can <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> worth of, uh, well, oh, yeah. Great. You know, he he wants me to, you know, keep track of my uh-huh. blood. Um, several years ago, I was admitted to ICU with um, what I had was pulmonary embolism, embolisms, but I also had a blood pressure over two hundred. So he doesn't want me to fall back in that zone again. So. Oh wow, oh, you're 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 a tough lady. Ms. Chave, let me tell you, um, you, you've been through a lot, and that, you know, with your knowledge in the medical field and all, I think that that's uh, it's great that you have that, and I think that that will also help, you know, definitely help with the readings and your life experience, and the fact that you know you've used 
you use the two sides of your brain. You're using your logic and you're using the in intuition. And I know you say you're not psychic. Um, I believe everybody has some psychic ability. It, it just depends on how much you work it and, and exercise it, just like other senses that we, the more, for example, you know, if you were, uh, if you play the piano, you know, everybody has, you know, can possibly play, but they're not all going to be Liberace. Let's, you know, let's face that. But so I think that everybody, you know, has some, some psychic ability and the, the more that you, you work with that kind of thing and, and, and exercise it, the, you know, the stronger it will become. But, you know, how strong it will get, you know, no one really knows until, until you start doing it. And some people it just, it seems to happen more naturally because maybe they're more sensitive to begin with and, and they, they have experiences with it. But I think, you know, everybody does. But we all know that everyone has intuition. I mean, you know, that's a fact. And that's that, that gut feeling, you know, when you just know when you feel something's off or, it's, or something's good. You know, you, you just you just have this sense of knowing and this inner guide, your inner GPS, I like to call it a lot of times. So we all have that. And I think it's great that you, you worked in the field that you did and so you, you use that logical side of your mind, but you're also using the intuitive side of your mind, um, which also um, connects with your creativity, with your writing. Yeah, it's all coming from there, you know. So it's you're really using, you know, using everything that God has given you, and I think that that's a wonderful thing. I think that makes God happy when we use everything that He's given us. Well, Bonnie, you I know, it's, go ahead. I'm sorry. When we, I, when we can recognize what Spirit or God has handed to us as a tool for us to work with, I mm -hmm. think that's the best. It really is. It really is. And sometimes it takes us a while to figure that out. <laughs> it takes us a while. But when we well, do, it's great. <laughs> yeah. It, sometimes it does. Um, you know, I, I... Like you said, I can remember back to when I was a child and, and having the psychic abilities, but you didn't talk about it. Right. And like, that's the thing. Oh, a lot of us suppress it. it. I, now the reason I wouldn't define myself as a psychic is because there's so many bad bad ones out there that yeah. you know that I absolutely refuse to take that title. I just absolutely refuse yeah. to. Those for those who are willing to accept the title, you know, I say bless you because I know you are. I know that you're real, but it's mm -hmm. like I know a lot of flack for it too, and I, I couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I had the same feeling about that word, psychic, for a long time. I, I would avoid it at all costs, but now you know I've gotten past that, and I realize you know just like in any other field, there you know in every line of work, there's going to be somebody that's not on the up and up, and is going to look to take advantage of people because that's just the nature of the world. And there's there's always going to be somebody out there like that, no matter what field they're in. So now I'm like, you know what? I know I have psychic abilities. Um, I experienced it since I was a kid. There was a time I, I kind of blocked it too and suppressed it, and then I started opening up to it again. And um, 
you know, and then there's times, you know, depending on what's going on in your life. So, you know, I, I say there's days I feel more psychic than others, you know. It depends on what, what's going on with me. I mean, there's been times where I've had appointments for readings and I knew I was just not tuning in that day for, you know, depending on what was going on with me in my life. And I would, I would call, mm-hmm. I'd reschedule or I'd, I'd refund and say, I'm sorry, I can't, can't do this today, you know. So, you know, just like anything else, it's a word that has gotten, you know, a bad rap because there's some people that just are not good people and take advantage. But for whatever it is, you know, it's it's there, you know, it's, we all have it to some degree. So just look at it that way. And it is, it is all, like anything. It mm-hmm. needs to be worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like anything else. Absolutely. Bonnie, I, um, I want to, uh, we're getting uh, a little long into the episode, so I just want to ask you now, are there any other thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? I I think the only thing that I would say here is to be honest with yourself, to follow your passions, okay, to be the best person that you can be. That, That, I think, is the biggest thing. There's a lot of people that have a lot of talent that are afraid to use it. Don't be afraid to use it. Get out there and do what you do. I think that's great advice. I I really appreciate you coming on today, Bonnie, and spending this time with me. It's been a wonderful conversation. Um, I want to remind everyone, if you'd like to get in touch with Bonnie, visit her website, Bonnie Chavez author.com and that is spelled B-O-N-N-I-E C-E-H-O-V-E-T hyphen A-U-T-H-O-R dot C-O-M com. and I also want to mention if you're interested in learning more about angels or how you can join the IAAP that's the International Association of Angel Practitioners please visit angelpractitioners.com that's plural practitioners angelpractitioners.com and if you'd like to purchase a copy of my deck the angelic view oracle cards book a private reading with me or sign up for my monthly newsletter listen to past episodes of the angelic view from the archives please visit my website mariagmoss.com that's Maria G. Moss.com. M A R I A G M A A S. C O M. Maria G. Moss.com. I hope you'll join me for the live broadcast every first Sunday of the month when you can call in for a free mini reading. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. And until then, I wish you all angel blessings.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.